0: This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa.
1: Even if they don't offer the Roth IRA 401k, don't make that an excuse not to say money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want
0: free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa.
2: Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax.
0: Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning,
1: Cape Girardeau, and wherever you may be listening, and however you may be listening, you're listening to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions, we are the, the retirement, retirement people. people. <laughs> good morning. How's everybody doing? And how are you doing? Good, good. You know, good, 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 good. I mean, I'm really excited about today's show. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're better than ever. I know that we're coming up at the end of the year here. Yeah. And, you know, there is a, those are potential maybe for mm-hmm. a, for a replay, you know, on Christmas week, maybe. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. But um, we're really excited to bring you to this show today and we're excited for you to get involved with the show as well. Mm-hmm. So, we want you to uh, give us, shoot us an email, first of all. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com. You can give us a call. Anything we talk about you want more information on, or if you just said, you know what, I'd like to talk to these guys a little bit, do so. Call us at 573 332 7855. You can also look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Theinnovativeteam.com. and um, what can they find on there?
2: Yeah, so if you haven't downloaded our retirement income toolkit yet, please do that. Um, That's kind of a good first step when you're on your retirement journey and some great articles that we have online and it's completely free. So you just go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. And you actually see our picture right there when you get to the website and it'll say find out more. There'll be a little button you can click on. You click on that and you can download the retirement income toolkit. Good articles on tax strategies for in retirement um, information on Social Security planning, um, which, you know, if you haven't listened to our show before, Brock talks about that really being the foundation for your retirement planning. Um, if you have Social Security. So um, look at that article. And then we have some other information about uh, services that we provide that's in there. Uh, just great starting articles to get started. So check that out at theinnovativeteam.com.
1: All right. And uh, you need to check that out fairly quickly. Oh, and the yeah, reason absolutely. is is because yeah. we're going to change that up a little bit for 2019. That's We've right. had the same information out. So you've had plenty of time to get it. And if you haven't, you better do it quickly. Oh,
2: yeah. Don't miss we're out.
1: coming up at the end of the year here.
2: Don't so. miss out because once it's gone, it's gone. When
1: it's gone, <laughs> it's gone. That's right. That's what they say. Isn't saying, that right? what
2: they're saying right now during the, the holiday shopping time? So Yeah.
1: And, you know, last couple shows, and that's the important, too, of listening to all of our shows. And you can do that. You can listen to past shows on our website. Um, um, but, um, uh, excuse me, sorry. I was hearing some humming over Yeah, there yeah, the yeah. Yeah, I don't know anyway, if Anyway, um, <laughs> you, you, that you can... Catch uh, some, uh, you're in tax planning Mm -hmm. tips and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's that time of year. So, but if you're going to do it, you better do it quickly and uh, talk to your tax advisor, talk to your financial advisor and get active, get something done, do something about it. Okay. Right.
2: Right. Before it's too late. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's get into this. What are we trying to talk about today? So
2: today we are talking about creating a successful portfolio.
1: Okay let's uh let's do that and yeah. and you know there's not one way to skin a cat there's no, we know mm-hmm, that for mm-hmm. sure and uh so let's um just kind of dive right in uh
2: yeah so you know obviously the you know the basic question right is when is it a good time to begin planning your portfolio for a
1: retirement well it's never too early right and yeah it's never too early But one of the things that I think is important to keep in mind here is that once you develop a plan that you and all of your uh, advocates uh, agree on, you should stick with it most of the time. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that Mm -hmm. is, is that, you know, for example, the last few weeks have been very, very volatile in the markets, right? People, when volatility comes about, then people get nervous Mm -hmm. and make Mm -hmm. bad decisions most of the time. Okay. So hey, it's so nervous and I don't know what's going to happen with Trump and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what's going on, so I'm just going to get out and put it all into cash. Well, that's just not following your plan, by the way. Right, right. Okay, that's not a good strategy to follow. It's trying to tie the markets, those kinds of things. So that's first and foremost. Get a plan. It's never too early, Mm -hmm. okay? You may have a vision of what you think, uh, you know, your retirement will look like, but spending more time with family traveling and enjoying your favorite pastime, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be, is probably at the top of your list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so having a financial (laughs) plan will allow you to do that. Right. Because like we always say, your lifestyle is equal to your income. Mm -hmm. You can't live a certain lifestyle if you don't have the income to support it. That's Well, true. not for long. Well, that's true. Because <laughs> we know a some good people point. who try. I that's mean, true. they do. You that's know? a very good point. Yeah. And it's a recipe for disaster. It is. It is. Um, but so, we've
2: seen that too, which is scary. So but that's the
1: importance of getting a plan yes. now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you never know what life has in store for you. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I will say this, when it comes to that, don't let that be an excuse to for being financially irresponsible mm,
2: mm-hmm. does
1: that make sense in other no, words no
2: you're right i know exactly hey, what you're going
1: with babe we don't know how long we're going to live yeah and we're just in getting into retirement so let's go buy this whatever it is vacation home or yeah. you know whatever because yeah. we just never know and we've got enough income for the first 10 years of our retirement <laughs> so so we'll take our good. chances let's go take our chances yeah of course that's not a good idea but again people use that as an mm-hmm. excuse well you just never know uh, you know, I'll use this. Just come on. Let's be real uh, with each other. And well,
2: and you've even had people say that you've helped, you know, that have said, oh, well, I'm not going to live that long, you know, because they feel like they're not healthy, right? They don't live a healthy life and then they end up living the longest. <laughs> so you never know, right? Exactly. You just never know. So
1: so and, and, and again, I think that goes to the point of when you're approaching retirement, that it's not the size of your nest egg. Mm-hmm. It's the amount of income you can create from that and sustainable income. Right. Which means, Lifetime. In mm-hmm. other words, no matter how long you live, and no matter what happens in the markets, that you will have that income that meets your desired lifestyle.
2: Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. So, what are some of the main points, you know, that someone needs to take away to kind of create a successful portfolio?
1: Okay. So now we're, we're kind of transitioning from a from a creating a plan right, right. to an actual you know kind of a portfolio construction mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of uh, mindset here, and that's fine. Let's do that. Um, the main steps that I've found. Um, and most of my experience in helping clients and creating a successful portfolio are making sure that we frame a vision and creating a plan and exercising um, uh, not only patience, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, consistency. Okay, Right. Which makes sense. And persistency, too, as well. You know, staying, hey, make persistent about your contributions that you're making to your 401k persistent about the, you know, contributions you're making to your non-qualified accounts. We know last week we had a discussion about the difference between non-qualified and qualified. Mm-hmm. And so it's important um, that that uh, you frame that vision, you create that plan, and then stay with it, mm-hmm. okay? And and I get it. There are things that can really throw you off when it comes to your asset allocation and making sure that, um, you know, your your portfolio is doing what it's supposed to do. And, and, and that's, and by the way, that's different for everybody. Okay. When you're younger, I mean, you want to keep up with or, and, or exceed, mm-hmm. for example, the, you know, the, the, a lot of the indices mm-hmm. that you follow, like the S and P 500 and Dow Jones and those kinds of things. Um, but when you get closer to retirement, that may not be the goal. Right. And I'm not saying it's not, shouldn't be for anybody that's approaching retirement. All I'm saying is, is it, that's the, the majority of people.
2: Right. Okay? Right. Those people should be more aggressive. Yeah. Younger years. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. But, uh, you know, going along the lines of creating a successful um, portfolio and framing a vision, creating and being consistent, exercising patience, these are all steps that are helpful um, because, again, markets have historically provided returns over long periods Mm -hmm, of time. mm -hmm. And I know that's the problem that most people have. Right. Long period of time. Well, we all live in the now we all live in the mm-hmm. now and everybody what's in it for me right now and you know it's it's you got to keep that longer time frame mm-hmm. okay um you know <sighs> this year has been a very good example of that uh exercising patience because you know for example uh, uh, the S&P 500 it's basically flat as mm-hmm. of this you know recording here for this year and and yet um you know, if you were in a well diversified portfolio that had some money in emerging markets and bonds, and even gold is down this year, and you know, there is different all these different sectors, you would actually be down a little bit. And so people are going, "Well, wait a minute, why am I down five, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight percent when the market's basically the S and P five hundred is basically flat?" Well, I can tell you why, mm-hmm. because there is one certain sector of of the S and P five hundred that has actually done okay this year mm. and has provided that flatness
2: that's kept it. Yeah, yeah, and
1: that's the growth sector, you know, and so of the S and P 500. So you know, it's it's uh it it's that requires not only patience, but it requires a little bit of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have to have you have to seek the information of this is why I'm down in in that particular instance. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So you, a little education. It was a long way as well. Yeah. And that's what we're proud of here. I mean, Absolutely. We, we do a lot of education with our clients and make them understand that, mm-hmm. you know, hey, look, this is what's going on and here's why. Right. Okay. Right. Um, education is uh, so important. Yeah. It's important to keep in mind that past performance does not guarantee future results. Mm-hmm. So.
2: I feel like that's your disclaimer, right? Oh, my to- <laughs> gosh. Well, not only is it the disclaimer, it's yeah. so true. Right. I mean, right.
1: 16, 17, you know, for example, if you're, you, you know, if you have some, A bucket of value stocks in 16 and 17, boy, you really just knocked it out of Mm -hmm. the park, you know? And um, uh, not everybody that had value stocks, but I mean, as a general rule, value stocks did better than the broad markets and definitely did better than the growth sector. Well, now that's, that has changed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're going like, man, I'm so used to all these great returns and I'm so used to, Hey, I'm beating the S and P 500. Well, guess what? Right. Past results do not guarantee future results. Yep. And yep. that's a reason why. Yeah. It's cuz things change are cyclical.
2: Well, gosh, and things change so fast. They do. <laughs> absolutely. So rapidly. We talk about that a lot too. So right.
1: And we'll talk a little bit about 2019 and kind of our outlook for 2019 mm-hmm. on the on the markets as well later in the show, but uh, it's just good to kind of understand the basics of creating an income. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, creating a portfolio that's that should be or could be successful. Mm-hmm. That's our appliance yeah. talk y- yeah that. there we go yeah. <laughs> okay. so
2: you mentioned your first step it's kind of framing a vision you know what what did you mean by that
1: so framing framing a vision um meaning that you need to create a well-managed retirement plan mm-hmm. that is aimed towards meeting your own not just uh financial goals of of success in your mm-hmm. portfolio but of your entire life financial life right and, and so you need to establish what those financial goals are for retirement. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And really, that's, again, creating a successful retirement, the first step is creating the financial plan and making sure that you have the nest egg to create that income. Right. And so how do we then invest the monies? But you've got to start with the plan first yeah. before you can create a successful retire- uh, portfolio for yourself. Mm-hmm. This quickly falls into the very next step of creating the plan uh, which is a well-managed retirement plan should be um, it should be mindful of all types of investment risk mm-hmm. in order to maintain this healthy portfolio and stick with it.
2: Yes, yeah, so this is where you were talking about. You know, if you're younger, you may be more aggressive, and you know, as you get closer to retirement, you need to make sure you're you're managing that. Exactly. Right? I think you know this is where I just have to uh, do a quick plug because I feel like. <clears throat> you know, a lot of times, you know, as, as we've talked about in previous shows is, you know, if you have a 401k or if you have a 403b, we hope you're doing the match and the max that you can right? that you can contribute there, do as much as you possibly can. But I think, you know, a lot of people just put that money and have no idea what's in it, have no idea what kind of, you know, risk they have until it gets close to retirement. And then they're going, oh, I guess I should take a look at that.
1: <laughs> so. Well, and, 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 and so that's the important, um, I will point this out. You remember what I just said? I said a well yes, managed correct. retirement plan yeah. should be mindful of all types of investment risk. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, there are a lot of retirement plans that are uh, that are sponsored by employers now that uh, you know have a management service attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit of extra fee for you to pay, but could be well worth it if they're you know they're manage- watching for all they're that. watching for yeah. all of that for you. Right. And, and so, a professionally managed uh, retirement plan is is always a good idea in my m- mm-hmm. in in my view. I agree. Okay. Yep. It includes elements like um, uh, long term growth, mm-hmm. income generation, and built in you know principal protection there. So there you go there's the first step Mm -hmm. to creating a successful portfolio and again that first step is definitely creating a retirement income plan okay all right uh stick with us in the next segment we're going to talk a little bit more about creating a successful portfolio exciting stuff here folks stay tuned when you think of a puzzle what would you say is the most important piece a corner a side piece i would argue the most important piece of the puzzle is the picture and the same can be said about your retirement. Hi, my name is Brock Alspaugh from Innovative Financial Solutions, and I would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, give us a call at 573-332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Again, that's 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspaugh. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions we are the retirement people <laughs> and guess what you can listen to us anywhere in the world by going to our website at theinnovativeteam.com or check us out we've got podcasts go check out your uh, you know your phone you go to put your podcast uh, little thing yep, type in innovative us. financial Solutions, mm-hmm. and you will find us on there.
2: Yeah, pretty cool. Anywhere in the world, I mean, you know, we know that that's what people want to do. They want to well, listen to absolutely. Well, <laughs> I gotta go
1: on vacation. Well, you know, you can listen to us, that's
2: right? No better time than that. To- by the
1: way, you can listen to us live too if you download the KZIM KSIM app. Mm-hmm. So you can listen to us anywhere in the world live as well every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM KSIM.
2: There it so, is. There's the commercial.
1: Yeah, it's a black and yellow if I'm not mistaken. Is yeah, so that the colors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the colors of the app. Mm-hmm. And you can go in there and say, listen live. Yep, so it's you're, on right. you're right. Okay, so today we're talking about creating a successful portfolio.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean, this is a retirement planning show and definitely uh, asset management, wealth management, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You've got all these fancy names All the different names, that's you know, right. <laughs> it's uh, managing your money is yeah. what it comes down to. And that is a big part of creating a successful retirement plan and making sure... That you can retire on your terms Mm -hmm. when you want, how you want, where you want.
2: Let your money last.
1: So this is a big part of it. So that's why we're talking about it today. We're talking about creating a successful portfolio. Yep. So in the first uh, segment, we talked a little bit about some of the the framework here. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we create a successful retirement plan first and create that vision, create that plan, exercise patience. Um, You know, we know that the market goes up and down. And even when it's down, you got to stick to it. And this is what I tell people all the time, especially in your accumulation phase. A little bit different in your distribution phase. and some things we'll talk about here in the next few minutes. But in your accumulation phase, your money is, you know, you're, you're putting money in. Mm-hmm. And so if the market goes down, that's just an opportunity for you to buy at lower uh, prices. It's so on sale. It's on sale. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so stick with the plan. Don't ever stop con- contributing to a plan just because the markets are going down. Mm-hmm. Okay? Stick with your plan. It will work. I yep. promise Good
2: advice. Good advice. Okay. So so you mentioned, you know, we need to pay attention to risk when we're, you know, creating a portfolio, obviously, you know, especially based on your age. So how do you help, um, you know, our clients when they come in, determine their portfolio
1: risk? Well, you know, and this is what I would call the second step to creating this uh, successful portfolio. Mm -hmm. Number one is get that plan together and then tailor your uh, portfolio uh, to that plan. And uh, so the second step then would be is to, you know, kind of get a measurement, on your risk, if you will, Mm -hmm. and so uh, your risk tolerance. Because just because you're 30 years old doesn't mean you should be 100% in stocks necessarily. Right. Now, a lot of times that may not be a bad idea, uh, but uh, it should be tailored just like everything else Mm -hmm. with creating a good retirement income plan. Uh, It should be tailored to you and what you want and what your needs are. So, you know, to to get an accurate picture on that, you know, we definitely want to do, some risk tolerance questions, okay. And uh, the, the the first thing that I would point out, though, is that the right amount of risk depends on your specific situation, and it starts by examining where you're at in your life. And again, just because you're 30, so mm-hmm. we just heard this story from another advisor a couple weeks ago that uh, it was this uh, he was dealing with a 30 year old female uh, that uh, had a had a very successful job out in um, California. And uh, she was in the tech business and made literally millions Mm -hmm. as a Mm 30-year-old. So does that mean then, okay, let's say, I don't know what the number is, a couple million, three million, whatever the Mm -hmm. number is. Just pick
2: one. Yeah, (laughs) pick one.
1: Be nice, right? 30 Mm -hmm. years old and having a few million in the bank. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And by the way, still was a consultant. and Still working. Still Mm -hmm. working, getting paid Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of money. And so... um, you think that situation is a little bit different than your normal thirty year old, right? Right. From a risk standpoint, mm-hmm. I don't need to take on hundred percent stock exposure risk, right? So then, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, anyway, it's just a good example it's, of how everybody's yeah, different. Of yeah. Why I'm saying that it doesn't, you know, just because you're young doesn't mean you should be hundred percent, you know, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are questions that obviously should be asked of you by any advisor and determining the amount of risk you should have. The first is this. When do you want to retire? <laughs>
2: that seems so easy, but so many people don't know, right? Don't they say, when I have enough money?
1: Well, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, some and, people,
2: I mean, obviously, everybody's well, different. Some people know when they want to retire, but a lot of people are going.
1: I think I-? a lot of people in the past have used their full retirement age with Social Security. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, for a lot of younger people now, it's you know, sixty-seven years old right. is your 4 retirement age. So it used to be sixty-five, then it moved up to sixty-six, and now it's moved to sixty-seven mm-hmm. because people are living longer, right? Right, and so
2: <laughs> <It's> costing more, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And oh gosh, we could go on forever about that. Yeah. Um. However, and so um, it used to kind of be some general ages to mm-hmm. your point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, But everybody is different. I mean, let's just say, uh, well, we got a really good example with, you know, Procter & Gamble folks that have retired from there. You know, a lot of them had retired prior to 65 and even 62 and even prior to their magical retirement age, which is 59 and a half, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they had enough money to do it and they wanted to do that. Fine. Go do it. We just got to create a plan. Right. And and manage, manage through that. And manage through that. Okay. So when do you want to retire? That's your first thing. Both your age and your timeline for meeting your goals should be considered when evaluating your tolerance for risk. Okay. Um, And so we have a very easy Mm -hmm. way to do this. I was waiting for you to
2: say it. I I was wondering when you were going to mention it. (laughs) Well,
1: and it's not the end of a bill, but it's a good starting point (laughs) when determining how much risk you should have in your portfolio. And we like to make it very simple here at Innovative Financial Solutions and break down money into three different colors. You got red, you've got green, and you've got yellow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and so one of the ways we do that is using our, what we call the color of money risk analysis. Mm-hmm. And you can actually go to, we have a website called mm-hmm. mycolorofmoney.org. It's a very quick and easy 11 question survey about how you feel about investing. And some of the facts too, right? Like how old you are and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. But, um, you know, it, it's it's very easy. It doesn't have to be rocket science is my point um, to determine amount of risk you should have in your portfolio.
2: Well, okay. and, and, and I've mentioned this before, but, you know, it's also just a great starting point because a lot of people, like you said, they either know or they think they know, hey, I'm comfortable with this, and then they take that and go, oh, well, maybe my perspective is a little bit different. And I think what's great about that simple, short assessment is you use it pretty frequently too, just to kind of gauge because as people sure. change, right, as you mentioned, right? right, your risk when you're younger may be different than your risk when you're a little bit older. So, um, and as life happens, so. That's right. Yeah, That's good right. start. If you want to check it out, go ahead, Um, Feel free to fill it out and we would be happy to give you your color of money risk assessment score.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's been tradition that the younger you are and the, the longer you have mm-hmm. to invest, that you have a higher risk tolerance than someone who is nearing retirement and counting on steady investment income. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I will tell you this, other factors determine your ability for risk are the following. Your personality.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one.
1: And let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, there's a book called Men Are From Mars and uh-huh. Women Are From Venus. Yes.
2: You don't hear that talked about a lot anymore. You don't. It's, it's probably,
1: you know... But I'm here to vouch that men are definitely different than women when it wow. comes to investing and it, their risk tolerance. Yeah. Not is this always the case. Right. But most of the time it is. When we do color money risk analysis, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. I, w- we do it together, uh, husband and wife, and it's very interesting to see the differences between the responses of each. Mm. And traditionally not always but traditionally men are more aggressive than women. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Women are more concern, concerned in my experience. They're more concerned about the return of their money. And men are more concern, concerned about the return on their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it it, it it's just and it's, I'm not saying one is better than the other. Right. It's just a fact. Yeah. Women are just more conservative than men. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing yeah, at no. all.
2: Well, and that's what makes a good partnership, hopefully. You balance each other out, right? <laughs>
1: right. So your personality, your life experiences, mm-hmm. okay? Let's yeah, face it.
2: completely. I could see that. That's People a People that one.
1: went through the Great Depression. Right. Didn't want nothing to do with stocks. Yeah. It was all about FDIC, baby.
2: Right, right.
1: You know? And um, so life experiences and your current financial situation. Mm-hmm. Those are another factor. I and mean, we talked about that a few minutes ago, so I won't beat that horse. So we have low risk, medium risk, and high risk. And the high risk tolerance, these are investors that can tolerate the short term volatility of riskier investments like stocks, because the long term returns on those investments potentially can provide higher returns.
2: People who don't panic every time something every time you go down. Right? You gotta you be able to panic, ride the wave. No matter how old you are. <laughs> yeah.
1: And if you panic when the market's going down, like it did in two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy. That was a brutal year. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had been in the business for a few years and, uh, and actually that was right after we started this company, Innovative Financial Solutions. Mm-hmm. And we started it in April of 2007 and then 2008 comes and it was,
2: I remember that.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was tough.
1: Hey, but I always say that, right? If we yeah. can make it through that time period, That's exactly right. we can make, make it, it through, through anything.
2: anything. That's right. Cause you know, there'll come another one, right? I mean, it's going to happen again. So, right. you know, having that experience.
1: Um, Okay. Then medium risk tolerance. Here's a definition. These investors typically have an even mix of investments, such as stocks, which are generally higher in risk, Mm -hmm. and bonds, which are generally lower in risk. So you hear that this term all the time, 50-50, 60-40. 60-40 typically is something that people like to go with, which is 60% stocks and 40% bonds. Okay. But I will tell you that times evolve. And you Mm -hmm. mentioned this earlier, which is Hey, new products come out all the time, yeah. new sectors come out all the time, so it's not just about that 60/40 split anymore. Right. You have alternatives now that have become on strong and 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 you, and have been tested and have been proven quite right. frankly to provide not only diversification, which has lowers risk, mm-hmm. and provide better returns mm-hmm. if they are included. Yeah. Good um, options, great yeah, options that great weren't available
2: options. before. Yeah. yeah.
1: So anyway, you've got to make sure that you're always evolving or your advisor and you are always evolving when it comes to that. And then uh, lastly, we have lower risk tolerance. These investors are conservative and typically will put their money in lower risk investments that will provide a steady stream of income without the prospect of higher returns over time. And are okay with that. And are okay with that. <laughs> and there's <laughs> like nothing wrong with yeah. any of those no. It's no, just no, no, a no. matter of where you're at in your life and how you feel about it. Right, there, so. right. Okay, so w- that's it for this segment. We're going to get into some... Um, in the next segment, some actual things that you can do and things that you probably weren't aware of. So everything we've talked about so far, I think most people, especially our listening audience, uh, probably understand. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and, and so let's get into some more details next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a
0: relatively more predictable financial plan, call Innovative Financial Solutions. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere.
1: Give our office a call at 573-332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com.
0: And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa.
1: Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Bronco and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people here every Saturday morning mm-hmm. from 7 to 8 a.m. Uh, it's been kind of quiet around here since uh, the end of the run for the Red Hawks. We didn't I actually know. talk about that. Yeah,
2: we didn't. Yeah, I don't and, think we followed uh, What an
1: exciting them. year, man. Oh, my Coach gosh. Coach Tuke and those guys yes. just did a fantastic job. We're so proud of them and uh we're really excited about next year mm-hmm. and um so anyway and then now we're ready for basketball redhawks yeah. men's and women's yeah, basketball we've already
2: been to a few games so we have. yeah so
1: yeah. get out there folks and go support your local you know university and teams and, absolutely and pretty and, proud um, that
2: we have a you know university of our caliber in our community so pretty absolutely. amazing Absolutely,
1: yep absolutely we're big supporters of uh the old Southeast Athletics and, and the university. Uh, you can see our video and we have our banner up all over the games. <laughs> and everything, so we're proud alumni. Absolutely, we're proud
2: alumni. So and okay, fl- yeah, yeah. Right. So. Hopefully, I'm hoping that, oh, I didn't get to say, you know, hopefully, you know, one of our boys, if not both of them, will go there someday. So, yeah, there so you go. Know, there it is. So. Mom,
1: okay. it's up to them, though.
2: I know. It's up to them. I know. That's probably what we'll get people right into us about. <laughs> my dad
1: would not agree with that. He by would the way.
2: not. You did not have a choice. I did not. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> you would not have met me.
1: Well, that is true. And I am very thankful for you that are, every single yes, day. Yes. And so, you know, my dad was, uh, you know, he, you know, he was awesome, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, kind of, he was rather you know strict he's militant he's old school <laughs> yeah. i mean he's old school i mean yeah. and you know what i got a little bit of that in me and i i think it's good yeah so, that's true anyway <laughs> uh so we come down here we, we you know I'm, i ran track and you know it was
2: you were good
1: uh, okay, i was pretty good at it <laughs> and and so anyway uh I, we visited several schools got a bunch of letters from all these different places and whatnot and we visited them And I just didn't get a good feel for the first few places. Mm -hmm. And my dad was understanding because he didn't either. Right. Right. He didn't either. He
2: knew in his gut. Yeah. So
1: we come to Southeast and uh, come down here for a visit. Talked to Coach Haynes at the time. And Coach Haynes actually made an offer Mm -hmm. right there on the spot. And uh, my dad kind of looked at me and looked at Coach and looked back at me and said, son, Signed right here. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I guess we're not going to talk about this or uh, anything. So, so of course, you know, being an 18 year old kid, Mm -hmm. I did. I just signed on the dotted line and and uh best you know,
2: decision you ever made.
1: Best decision I ever made. The there rest is. is history, and that's why I'm here. That's right. I mean that's honestly, I mean. That's, that's where great, it started. Yeah, yeah. So
2: and I think, you know, you were the first one in your family to go to college. So I mean that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. Should be proud. Yeah. So anyway, there's a little background more and now our listeners know a little bit more about you. So well, there you and go. he can still run fast they, too, folks, while you're listening. He's still uh, very fast. It's crazy. So no, you would think no. you know, decades after being out of college. <laughs> no wait a <laughs> minute. <laughs>
1: Oh my it's true think about it okay we are getting derailed here <laughs> derailed all this right this morning here we go. on the retirement right, fine,
2: playbook fine yeah. i think it's good to take a break however now,
1: i may be closer to retirement than i am college i don't know let's see here yeah let's you are see uh you 23 sure? is yeah. 18 18 plus 41 is 59 nah no i'm kind of right the yeah. yeah. in the
2: middle yeah you're kind of in the middle
1: but i don't ever want to retire i know i don't think i really ever will. don't i don't
2: think you could and, and we, and we talk about that on some of our other shows that some people, you know, if you're working, you want to be working because you want to be working, not because you have to be but working. But see, I don't work. Yeah. Cause you enjoy
1: what you do. It's not work if you yeah. love what you do. Yeah. That's true. I love helping people. Yep. And when people that I've worked with for five, 10 and even 15 and close to 20 years for some of my yeah, clients, yeah, when they get to that point where they're like, okay, we did everything you said, Mm bro. And now here we go. And it ends up being successful for them. And I get to see all the joy then, and the, the, the time they get to spend doing what they want to do. That's what drives me. yeah, And it's awesome. And so, I mean, seriously, and Mm -hmm. I would like to have, you know, it'd be nice if our boys, you know, Mm -hmm. got involved and, and I could help them and we can, you know, build this thing up even more. And, you know, it just, Help them as well. Mm-hmm. Help them help other people. Right. So, uh, anyway, that's. Uh... I just don't see. And, and yeah. it's not like this is physically taxing. Yeah, know?
2: that's true. Because the people who are in, you know, and, and have to use their labor labor intensive work. Yeah, that's right. different because you don't have a choice. Right. A lot of times, you know, on retirement. So, right. all right. You talked about getting derailed and then you went off on, your, on your, your, that's your, okay, though. your sentimental. So, but we took a break. We took a little break from yeah, all this stuff. So, yeah. All right, here no. we, it's
1: our show, by the way.
2: It, so we can talk about what we want to. That's is right. that what you're
1: saying? <laughs> all right. Okay. But let's get back on track. Uh, we, today's show is all about, excuse me. Creating a successful mm-hmm. uh, portfolio. Gosh, I got the hiccups here. Yeah. Um, yeah and so and so the first segment we've kind of talked about start with the basics, get a plan together, uh, a retirement plan that is, and then tailor your portfolio mm-hmm. and your investment strategy to that plan. And then, then the second segment we talked a little bit more about, you know, risk tolerance and the best way to do that and Understanding one of the where ways we do that is a kind of a proprietary system that we use called the color of money risk analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we break money into three different colors. Um, so, so, you know, getting an understanding of your risk tolerance is definitely the second step to this. So now what are we going to talk about now?
2: Yeah. So now, you know, kind of, you mentioned that, that, and so now we've determined when we want to retire, right? Mm-hmm. So what's the next type of questions we need to be asking ourselves?
1: After figuring out your risk tolerance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the next question would be, well, what are my financial goals at retirement? Mm-hmm. Uh, your particular financial goal, or what we would call magic number, will also play a part in your ability to take on risk. Okay, so my point to this is, is that if you already have, you know, let's just let's just make some easy numbers here. Okay. Let's say you need a million dollars to retire on successfully. Mm-hmm. In other words, that's going to create enough income for you and your spouse to last the rest of your life. And if you're already at five hundred thousand dollars, for example, at forty years old, mm-hmm. okay. So you've got, and you're going to retire at 65, mm-hmm. okay? So you've got 25 years to get that $500,000 with contributions to a million dollars. And maybe this is a bad example. Maybe let's let's say you got 250. Okay. And and then you're going to add money to it. And then, of course, that 250 is going to grow and you got to get to a million. You probably don't have to take on a bunch of risk. Mm-hmm. And just because you're 40 there. Yeah. doesn't mean that you should be all aggressive and all high risk things. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it so does. it's just trying it to does. trying to bring a real life example to to what we're doing here right. and why we're doing it.
2: Right, exactly. And I, I I know I mentioned this, but also, you know, being knowledgeable of what you have right now. You know, I think so many people in a younger phase of their life don't really even know what they have.
1: And they don't know what it's gonna take in retirement. Correct. You Correct. gotta know all of this stuff. Yes, yes. And we can help you. That's mm-hmm. what a, a a true financial services professional does for you not an investment manager i'm talking about an actual planner that will walk through all of these steps help you determine number one where you're going right number two uh, how are you going to get there Mm -hmm. okay so that's more important is how you're going to get there so where we're going is we want to retire at 60 fine we can try to work a plan for this Mm -hmm. this is how much you're going to need and this is the lump sum that you'll need this is what you have now this is what the rate of return you'll need to accomplish that goal this is the amount of contributions you have to put into that plan to make that happen. We can figure all of this out. Yeah, yeah. Because I know right now someone's head is spinning right
2: now. Right, and they're going, "Oh no, I don't know that," and that's and okay. Going like, that's okay. Wait
1: a minute, Brock. Whoa, yeah. slow down here.
2: Yeah, but that's okay. That's we what we're have, here for.
1: That's what you hire a financial services professional to do mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So, in that example of the two fifty to a million, maybe that only equates to a four percent rate of return is all you need to get. Right. So totally why would you then yeah. be shooting for 8% when you don't have to have that and take on that risk? Yep. Let's slow down and figure out exactly what you need to do and how you're going to do it.
2: That's Agreed. it. Sounds Very simple. Good. Sounds good.
1: So, you know, um, so there you go. That's yeah. That's that's kind of what I was going at. Mm-hmm. You. And, but on the other hand, if you don't have enough, maybe you need to take on more risk than you mm-hmm. would like. But you know what? I'm going to tell you that. It's like telling you what you need to hear versus what you want to (laughs) hear. Okay. I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm sorry. I'm just, that's not who we are. No. If that's what you want, go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And if all you want to do is just double your money and double your money and talk about returns and returns and doing all this, go somewhere else. Yeah. That's yeah. That's not what we do. Right. Okay. Um, now if you want steady, consistent, built up plan and returns, then okay. Now we can talk. Yep. All right. Agreed. Um, so,
2: you know, I think all that those are obviously good questions, good examples. So, you know, after we've kind of determined, you know, um when we want to retire and, and what kind of financial goals we have, you know, what's the what's the final question we need to ask ourselves?
1: The final question and not your final answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> is what's my ability to handle a financial loss?
2: Ooh. That's a big one.
1: And that goes along with the risk tolerance yeah, question. Yeah. And okay. your total portfolio. Yeah, that's right? actually not that exact question, but it's framed a little bit differently mm-hmm. in our color money risk analysis. Uh, it, that's in there. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, you can definitely, you need to ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. What's your ability to handle a loss? Your emotional ability. Mm-hmm. Okay, not your you know financial ability, but your emotional ability to handle a financial loss is as important as anything. You have people who say I know that, that sounds ridiculous. No,
2: no, no, but okay, it's true. Because I could see you. Ha- I'm assuming you have people who say, "Oh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having a loss." And then when it happens, they're not right, right? Because that's, I mean, you know, you correct. think you can,
1: <laughs> correct. and then it
2: happens, and you're going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is not what I wanted." Correct. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So you need to be honest with yourself. For example, if you're likely to kind of, you know, pull your money out of an investment due to the market going down, mm-hmm. and then get back in when the market performs well. Isn't I mean, that's like, what is that? Mm You're, 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 you're selling, uh, you're selling low and buying high. And that is the total opposite of what you should be doing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is buying low and selling high.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So he was saying that's now you're probably in the wrong thing. (laughs) You you need help. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and I, I have seen this over and over and over and you know, it's amazing too, when it comes to this is people, uh, I think that try to do it themselves and do this management the reason they don't come and see someone like us is because they're embarrassed.
2: Mm. You think of how they've Absolutely. done, how they've no done question. to that point. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and
1: and what they've done to that point. Yeah, and and so then that's not good. No, either. we you shouldn't, shouldn't be. And you shouldn't feel that way. <laughs> Why
2: sacrifice some of your retirement dreams for for that feeling? So right. it's okay. It's always Dude, good to seek help. So
1: you've made mistakes. You've made errors. You have not done a good job managing your money. It's
2: okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So hey, we, start we from here
1: same. forward. Go see somebody that can help you. Yeah, all right. absolutely. So discussing your goals and risk tolerance with a financial services professional will help you determine the ideal path and process to utilize in reaching your retirement goals. Mm-hmm. I'm, under, I'm reading now. There it is. With careful planning and consideration of your needs, you will be better able to keep your emotions in check and stick with your long-term strategy during turbulent economic times. <laughs> so true. So true. That's it. That's a good note. That's it right there. If we had one summary, if you were going to listen to just a minute of our yeah. show, yeah. our hour-long show, that would be it right there. Yep. With careful planning and consideration of your needs, you will be better able to keep your emotions in check And stick with your long-term strategy during turbulent economic
2: times. That's a great statement. It is. That's a good one. And
1: that is the statement that we're going to end on for this Mm. segment. We've only got 12 more minutes left. Come back and join us. Come back and join us. It's all next on Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle.
2: In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we use this simple 11-question survey to help you gain insight into your financial profile armed with your score we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement to learn more about this valuable self-assessment visit mycolorofmoney.org to get your score or give us a call today at
1: 573-332-7855 and now back to the retirement playbook with brock and danielle Alspa. hey welcome back to the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative <laughs> Financial Solutions, where the retirement people were here every Saturday morning talking about retirement <laughs> and retirement planning. One of those things that has to do with retirement planning is creating a successful portfolio, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we're talking about now.
2: You know, I saw something on uh, the news recently that talked about some of the um, most taboo conversations. You know, the things that your parents tell you to never talk about. Mm -hmm. and um, I know know you know where I'm going with this but like number one was your pay right you know you don't ever talk about what you make with other people and guess what um, number two was what's that retirement Really? Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And I think it was more around total retirement amount, right? You know, what you've actually saved. But um, yeah, it said that those were the most taboo conversations that you should never have, you know, kind of around like, don't talk about politics and that kind of thing that you should never talk about your pay and you should never talk about, you know, what you've got in retirement savings, which I could see. Right. I mean, people aren't comfortable saying, hey, I've got this much money. And I mean, hopefully you're not out there touting that. (laughs) But anyway, it was important. And actually on the news, they said, make sure you're working with, you know, a financial advisor, someone you trust to help you, you know, navigate that because those are so sensitive conversations. And, you know, to your point, you mentioned emotional conversations, right? You know, all of this is emotion because it is your money. It's your money that you worked hard for.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And those are all really good thoughts. And, you know, my two cents for the day. Well, there you go. (laughs) Danielle, I think Susan. it's worth more than two cents.
2: Oh well, thank you, thank oh, you. So well, you are welcome. Well, I have some questions. I thought we kind of wrap up with in this segment that are a little bit more. Um I don't know, how the words in your your uh, world, right? More kind of topics and well, things that you're going to hear about.
1: Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there. Oh,
2: you want to talk about something else? I do.
1: Is it okay? <laughs> yes. Is that okay?
2: You do this to me in every show. Well, I just,
1: I, I you know, we're talking about creating a portfolio. Yeah. We've had a really crazy last few months. Mm-hmm. I mean, October, the S&P was down, you know, 8%, 8 to 10%, something like that. Uh, November, it was up a little bit. I mean, it's just been absolutely crazy. We're Back in February, we had a 10% correction. So we've had almost two uh ten percent corrections this year. And mm-hmm. you know, it's typical to have like a two to five percent correction, but not have two eight to ten percent mm. corrections. Okay. So it's, so it's so it's not the norm. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not the norm. And so um the president of Gradient Investments, Michael Binger, actually wrote a little uh what he calls correction or crash, and it was an article that he wrote on December eleventh this week. And he says, after a strong 2017, global market returns through the first week of December of 2018 have been frustrating. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that, you know. People would agree. The S&P 500 and Dow Jones are roughly flat, uh, but most everything else around the globe is down for the year. And he has some um, uh, statistics here. It says, uh, okay, the U.S. large cap S&P 500 as of 12-7-2018 for year to date is basically up 028 uh, the value sector of the S&P 500 is down almost four percent, where the um, S&P growth sector of the S&P 500 is up four percent, and that would be your, you know, your Amazon type companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then international developed is actually down eleven and a half, uh, almost. Uh, emerging markets are down thirteen point eight two percent for the year. Bonds, which are typically safe, and you know. Don't lose money, mm-hmm. or actually down one percent. Mm. And then when markets are real volatile, and the market goes down, usually uh, precious metals, and in particular gold, is down four point four six percent. And usually that's up when when markets are volatile. Um, so you know, and it and it actually goes on. It says it says if you were to put twenty percent in each of the broad asset classes above that I just described here, you'd be down roughly six percent. Mm-hmm. So that can cause people, especially like I said it's been a really weird year mm-hmm. when you're down 6% and then the for example the S&P 500 is up 0. 0.28 you're going like how? how how does that happen and yeah. it, it just you know gets your emotions and then you make bad decisions and and that's why it's important mm-hmm. to do what we've talked about today which is stick with your plan you got to make modifications and I'm not saying ride keep riding the loser I'm not mm-hmm. saying stick with it stick with it I'm saying change your strategy within in other words change um Maybe your investments that are inside of a portfolio, but stick with the plan and stay invested, right? Right. It's just what you're invested in may need to change from time to time based on things that are going on in the economy. Um, He says, uh, since October, the S&P 500 has corrected roughly 10% from its September highs and has also displayed increased volatility. And here's what investors are concerned about. The ongoing trade war between U.S. and China. The potential for an inverted yield curve, which basically means that they look at the difference between the two-year treasury and mm-hmm. the 10-year treasury. Um, and if the two-year is higher than the 10-year, which you typically would not see, that's called an inverted yield curve. And those have... Just in, learned something today. You did. I did. And those have, in the past, mm-hmm. in the past, been an indication of a recession. Mm. Right. And so that's what so people are about. Now, that little- has not happened yet, but it's getting close. Um, so that's the potential for an inverted yield curve. And a lot of people, and I read a lot of these publications, a lot of the quote unquote experts mm-hmm. are saying, I don't know why we use the, when we're looking at this potential inverted yield curve, why are we not looking at the three month treasury instead of the two year? Mm. Because that is truly short term rates versus two years, not considered short term rates. Right. So anyway, that's mm. kind of a little out there yeah yeah side note uh yeah. yes a little side yep. note oil there's another reason oil prices falling from the 70s to the 50s i mean it's just been getting hey, hammered here since october gas is cheap gas is cheap <laughs> that's the good news yeah softening data points in the housing and manufacturing industries higher valuations of market leading growth stocks and then the potential for slower than expected 2019 economic and corporate earnings growth. So those are the reasons what mm-hmm. are that most investors are kind of nervous about. Um, and, and, and what he goes on to say is, chill out. <laughs> now, I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah. It says, in general, investors are concerned that 2018 will be the peak for the current bull run that has uh-huh. been going on for what? Yeah. Almost nine years now. Yeah. Um, and they may be right, but in our opinion, in 2019, will still display growth in both the economy and corporate earnings. And, um, you know, it goes on to explain a few things that I won't bore you with, but, um, uh, one of the things that I found very interesting is that the, um, this fact set forecast U S corporate earnings growth of roughly 21% and 9%. So respectively, which means that in 2018, Corporate earnings, which are what drive stock mm-hmm. prices up or mm-hmm. down, typically, um, they were up 21% in mm-hmm. 2018. So huge, huge jumps in corporate earnings. A lot of that's tax law. Right,
2: I was going to say. That's what we're hoping companies to Companies are making right? money. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want. Yeah.
1: And it's unreal, mm-hmm. okay? And you it, it's not sustainable. It's yeah. so good. And they're saying, oh, well, it's going to be 9% in 2019 is what they're forecasting. Which is still phenomenal. Still fantastic. Yeah, it's just yeah. not twenty-one percent. Right? So they're going. Oh well, this isn't very good. I mean, that's yeah. ridiculous. It's
2: all perspective. I swear, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? It so, really is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, in addition, the Fed has said that they believe interest rates are close to being normalized, so mm-hmm. they shouldn't be, you know, you know, peaking up and, and and going up the way they have. You know, two to three times per year is what they've been doing uh, on the Fed rate, and so you know, if that slows down, that's a they believe a good thing because they've normalized. Uh, they also believe that oil prices will kind of normalize at about, you know, closer to $60 a barrel. So they're going to go up, but uh, maybe not back up to the 70s or 80s.
2: Mm. So gas prices will and still remain pretty good. then. But but here's yeah. the deal.
1: The bottom line is growth. Yes, growth is slowing <laughs> <laughs> from the 2018 crazy good pace, mm-hmm. but there's still adequate growth to be constructive on global stock markets. Okay. Uh, in my opinion, and this is Mike Binger again speaking. I feel investors are being overly pessimistic, and the setup going into 2019 is a good one. And I say this because of these bullet points. Again, I don't mean to be too boring, but mm-hmm. I, this is good information. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, 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 no. And, so and here
1: he's saying it's going to be good a good advice. one, and here's why. The economy is still expanding, and the probability of a recession in the next 12 months is low. Consumers will continue to spend. Corporate earnings will still be growing just not at the same crazy good pace. Mm -hmm. Companies will, that's my words, by the way, (laughs) companies will be buying back stock and increasing dividends and interest rates will not be out of control. So there you go. There's the thoughts for 2019. I told you that I would do that in this particular show. They're showing that uh, they think that the stock market returns should be in the somewhere in the range of eight to 10%. Mm -hmm. That's their, that's their look on it. And I will say this, one of the things that did not appear and one of the fears that people have about the stock market currently is uh, the political landscape. Mm, mm-hmm. In other words, the fear that Democrats are just going to do nothing but try to get Trump out of office and that will be a negative for the stock market, mm-hmm. which potentially could be true. Right. So that's just a little mm-hmm. second thought there on that. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you look at the fundamentals and you look at all of the things that are important to the stock market traditionally, it we're should, still in it, good shape. we're still in good shape <laughs> and it should go up. Yeah. However, I will tell you that this is there's nothing normal about right. the day, times that we live in right now. No. So anything could happen. Yeah. So stick with your plan. <laughs> so Create to the a point. Successful portfolio. Yes. yes. Yeah. Do all the things we're telling you to do, and you'll have a better chance.
2: That's exactly right. That's at exactly right. Meeting your retirement right. goals. Yep.
1: That is it. That is all the time we have for this week's show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please check us out on the web at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at 332 7855. And have, have a great weekend. Great week. Take care now.
0: Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representation